Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, hello to you, our lovely listeners, to the Agony Uncles podcast. Yes, we're here again. I'm your Uncle Si. And I'm your Uncle Dave. And when we're not biking around the country cooking tasty stuff. 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 We're here solving your problems, troubles, and helping you make sense of this sometimes nonsensical world. Yes, and a problem shared is often a problem halved. Or in this case, because we also have the heiress of the mostness, uh, the poshest of the tashestness, uh, a problem is now reduced by 33.3% recurring. Yeah, we'd love you to get in touch with the show, and it's dead easy. Just email agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Yes, and here to read us your problems is the calm and compassionate, the the wizard of Winterbottom. It is the thin white duke himself, Mr. Mark Jeeves. Hello, well, Jeevesy. I've never had an intro like that. Thank you. Hello, Uncle Si. Hello, Uncle Dave. And hello, Posh Tash. Um, we've had a, a bulging postbag this week. Here's a couple of them. Uh, Phil has been saying, Aloha, Agony Uncles, Posh Tash, and to the Thin White Duke. I listen to your podcast every Friday morning before school. It's like catching up with old friends. Warm, friendly, and funny. Thank you. And uh, he says, My first memory of the bikers is from 2008 when you were milling flour and explaining what semolina means. Dave was wearing a funny hat. Does this ring any bells? Yes. Yeah. I lost my bracelet. It was before 2008 as well. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, And what does semolina mean? Yeah, what does semolina mean? Semi milled. Oh, right. Uh, Yeah. Nice one, Kingy. Thanks, dude. <laughs> We'd also like to thank Annabelle Cowley and Claire Draper. Claire Draper's in Australia, actually, who says, uh, message to Cy, in Australia you can still get normal size wagon wheels. Cy, you'll be pleased to know. In oh, Australia. well, that's worth a trip. <laughs> <laughs> get over there and get them back. Uh, however, uh, Poundland, says Annabelle Cowley, Poundland occasionally do them as well. So, uh, oh, well, happy days. Uh, that's where I'm off. As we, soon as we finish the podcast, I'm going to take me little painted toenails and run all the way up the concert. <laughs> yeah, but a pound for a wagon wheel, that's appalling. It is shocking. And what's more appalling is that Poundland is no longer a pound inside. If you go inside, so my kids like to go in there with their pound thinking they can go and get something, well, my little one. It's not. It's two pounds. They're five pounds. Uh-huh. It's just a big, it's a cheeky title now. Cheeky title. And helping us solve your terrible troubles. It, the Hairy Bikers version of Princess Grace of Monaco. Ooh, it's posh tash. I like that introduction, though. That's lovely. Yes. I could do it a bit is... of Monaco in my life. And she's looking a bit Monaco today, isn't she? Yeah, oh, she I is. Yes. A little bit, but have you noticed that my um, my kids said to me, they went, why have you got pasta coming off your ears today? <laughs> I seem to have got these. They're not. They're ceramic, but they do look a little well, bit like my, my penne. They do, but they're very, very fetching and suit your neck. Mm. Um, uh, right, Uncle Dave, uh, wangle your jingly, what's it, and who jar, and press the button. Bong, 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 bong. 
Bong, bing, bong, bong. Very nice. I'm quite I want to diamond on my finger after that. <laughs> I was going to yes, say. Yes. Run away. Any time, honey. Run away. Run, Run away. away. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed Dave went, any time, honey. And I'm shouting, run away. That says something. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Cause I heard your advice is the best And this week's audio almanac of agony Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash You will be helping these problems in a rather hairy way Well, not Tash We have a quick question of cookware We have a prick or not we have the Valentine's Day con job. We have the fridge fail and in confidential corner, the post-sex snuggle. But we're going to start with a quick question of cookware. And uh, this is uh, an email that's coming from Judas and Alan, who say, Dear Uncle Si, Uncle Dave, Posh Tash and the Duke. First of all, thank you very much for your great podcast, your shows, your cookbooks. And now, of course, your new TV series, which we'll be looking forward to in months to come. I first heard about you about 15 years ago when I was a student in Durham, and I've followed your shows and such ever since. My husband and I, he from Scotland, live in Germany, where I'm originally from. And as fans of your books, we especially love trying the different curries from the great curry cookbook. Now, this June, we're coming to England and Scotland for a family reunion, and I'm wondering whether there are any high street shops where we might be able to buy your cookware. Some help would be greatly appreciated. Looking forward to many more podcasts. All the best. Judith and Alan, over to you. Well, we used to be in Robert Dias, but I don't know if we are anymore. TK Maxx always has a selection. Yes. Um, and lots of the independent retailers. We can yeah. actually provide a little, a little list of a few of them, actually, but it depends where in England they're going. And also, you can buy it online, can't you? Yeah, online. You can. Amazon have got it, and you can look on our website, and it'll direct you to where you can get it. So what we'll do is we'll stick a little thing up on uh, on. I'll get Uncle Barry to put something up on the Harry Bikers website. So if you want to find any uh, retailers and any places to get it, HarryBikers.com. He is hot on that. He's oh, hot. It's so hot on that. <laughs> can we just say what you're thinking now is? Oh yeah, they've invented this problem just so they can flog the bloody pans. Yeah. We haven't. No, no, no we really yeah. haven't. And uh, that was it. That's why I put it up there because it was a very interesting from Judith and Alan. Lifelong fans want to own your pans. There's some kind of advertising slogan there somewhere. Uh, somewhere. But yes. It moves us on to because that was a quick one. Onto our slightly longer culinary question, which is called yeah. a prick or not. Oh. Hmm. Sausage. Uh, this comes from Harry. Never, never. Never pick never, the sausage. Never pick the sausage. Never. That's what he's got to be talking about. Yeah. Right. Well, there we are. Problem solved, Harry. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> However, as you took the trouble to write in, I will read your problem. Uh, yes. Dear Harry Bikers, says Harry, please solve a food dispute between my partner Paul and I. Every week we have a traditional food night. We each get to choose which basic British meal we're going to have. Paul tends to go for ham, egg and chips. I invariably choose sausage and mash. The dispute is about the sausages. I buy Lincolnshire sausages from our butcher. They're amazing. But Paul insists the correct way to cook them is to prick them first. My mother taught me not to prick them. We've answered your question, Harry, but a little more detail, perhaps. So, if you prick them, you're basically letting all the, le the flavour leach out into the frying pan, which may not be a bad thing if you're going to fry bread in it. However, you only used to prick them in wartime because there was such poor meat they were called bangers mm. oh. because they'd explode in the pan which is why you needed to prick them but now that's such high quality you don't yeah you see oh. the, the, the bangers it, they, they, they used to put water in with the pork 
to fill them out. Fill up, right. So you put them into the pan. If you didn't prick them, they go bang. So there's all sorts, you know, it's like, I always remember those war films, you know, they put the bangers on, you know, they're on the destroyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, I always remember actually John Mills said one thing, and it stuck in our head. They, they got into port and they had their first sausage for ages, and John Mills bangs his knife and fork, you know, like that. Goes, oh, whoopee, snorkers. 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 My kind of word, snorkers. But, but bangers, it's true. Also, I think if you've got, a, you need some fat content in your sausage and you want the meat to cook in the fat. So you want that fat to stay in the skin until you unleash it into your mouth. So you never prick your banger. No. And do you think frying or grilling? Sausage. Well, well, actually, it depends what sausage it is, in my view. Oh. Um, so uh, Lincolnshire sausages, I always prefer to grill, but only lightly on a medium heat grill, because you want to keep all of that lovely, lustrous, herby flavour in it. Mm. And and then like the yeah your, your pork sausage I don't know whether Dave agrees with this but the pork sausage I always fry but fry really quite gently so it just so it, it just cooks gently and retains all of that flavour that's my thing interesting it depends like if you have got like a big Cumberland like the, the, you know you yeah. got the, the Aye, that's Cumberland different. so the bore is about like two or three centimeters yeah um, for that I would I would kind of colour really in the frying pan, pan. then finishing an oven, oven. and yeah. people are going to oh. shout no 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 and he yeah. bakes and we did it on telly it was my mother's right. way of cumberland sausage like the cumberland cobra and we oh, did yeah. call it the longsdale length um <laughs> and my mother used to, used to get an apple call the apple fill it full of raisins and, yeah and then put the apple in the middle call your cobra around the apple and bake it so not only did you get you know the, your sausage baked nicely you got like a, a ready-made apple sauce and the raisins and all the sticky pork fat, then just have that with chips. Mm. Oh, that sounds incredible. That sounds no, I want that. absolutely and the book. That's gorgeous. Mm. gorgeous. I think of all sausage, sausage. I said, I, I, before we came on air, as it were, I was whinging. I'm in France at the minute, and I've just had to throw my sausage in the bin. Oh. Such was one, it was an inadequate sausage, and I think it was on the turn. And I love British sausages. I don't think any country does sausage like the English. I mean, our benchmarks, we have the Lincoln Shoe, which is Herbie. Then we've got the good old Cumberland, which is full of pepper. And I, I just think we do, yes, you've got some rusk in it, but that gives it a sausagey flavour. I love our sausages. Uh, having said that, we've got uh, the, the the Scots do a lovely lawn sausage. Oh, lawn, yeah. I like lawn sausages. and Oh, yeah, man. Oh, I like I a lawn sausage, sausage too. Yeah. Or even sausage that's... It's cut with a bit of haggis in Scotland now. They didn't do oh, some cod sausages. So or black porkies. Yeah, the pork sausage cut with black pudding. Yeah. You know Seems well thing. Yeah. What's yeah. The, there's a village, there's a town in um, France. I want to say near Troyes. Is it Troyes? Or down there. They do a fake, not to lose sausages. They're somewhere else. It's famous for their sausages. And they are so strong and so herby. Oh, they put them in a casserole or a, oh. a, a lentil. Um, oh, the cassoulet. Oh, yeah, horrible. for the cassoulet. That's a Toulouse yeah. sausage. Was, the, the, is it Toulouse? The one that I hate, and it's near where I am now, it's Andouille. Oh, it looks like Andouille, Andouillette, but Andouille. Oh, oh no, we, we call it arsehole sausage. <laughs> <laughs> it, it smells of bumhole. Oh, oh, it, it's yeah. full of offal. And if they haven't cleaned oh. like, what they're cooking it in, it Ooh. does, it Ooh, smells no. of arse. Oh, uh, yeah, that was some Dijon mustard. Oh, man, it's, oh. Oh, 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 he loves it. I'm loving it. Do you want me to bring you some back? I don't know if I can, will it keep? 
don't probably, know, bro. When we're seeing each other, wait, I will keep mm. going because it's it's awful. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's awful. It's, it's, it's truly anyway. awful, Kingy. <laughs> oh, I saw what you did there. The first time I ever had it, I was on my motorbike coming back from Italy, and uh, this is it, it was it was very much in a state of poverty. Like, I think the bike had cost me five hundred quid. The old motor guzzy. I rode it to Italy, riding it back, and I was feeling very kind of continental. And I stopped at the services just outside of Paris, and I swaggered in, you know, uh, and I had andouille frites, and I, and, and I ate this thing. I thought, oh, it's going down all right, like. But it was a motorway version of an andouille, which is even worse. <laughs> I've never had such heartburn and upset stomach all my way to bloody Calais. Oh, no, oh. truckers' oh. assholes. <laughs> never, never again, never yeah. again. No, oh, but, uh, I, yeah. give, mm. us a, give us a Cumberland ring or a Lincolnshire. Yes. Oh, you get your, that, that farm shop near you does bloody good sausages, Kingy. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it absolutely does. Nitsley Farm Shop mm. is, is, is well known for their pork pies and sausages. And mm. they are damp, just a plain pork. Yeah. They are absolutely top class. In it's fact, seasoning, I'd say, it? yeah, it's the seasoning. They're just so good at it up there. It's lush. And actually, I do, I do um, restrict uh, my visits to Nitsley Farm <laughs> Shop because if I didn't, I'd be like 98 stone. It's, uh, it's just like, it's so good. Do you remember so before good. the Bikers King and we had that thing? I had a catamaran on the Irish Sea. Yeah, I do, yeah. That old boat. And we, we used to go off there, the pair of us. And that was always the treat is you, you get the boat ready to go. And when you're tugging out of harbour before you put the sails up, we took turns. And we used to have, it had to be white processed bread, right? Solid. Butter. And you know, Richmond Irish sausages, the ones that are slight yeah. mystery, yeah, but yeah. delicious. <laughs> yeah. And it used to be like Richmond Irish sausage sandwich on white bread and a mug of hot tea. And you've got the sea spray coming in. And as you're there, like the fat of the sausages, it emulsifies on your teeth. Oh. You wash it down with hot tea. Oh, it's paradise, wasn't it, mate? Oh, absolute paradise, yeah. it was. And it's one of those things that you never, ever forget. Uh, it's just like, oh, oh, I loved it. And it's solid and heavy, and it's just like stays there yeah. until you fancy another one for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for a day on the water, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. To, it's the sort of thing, a time memory that Heston Blumenthal would try to synthesise into a postage stamp sized piece in the little plate. But it's not possible without the sea salt spray coming in from the Isle of Man. So good, man. Oh, I... Well, there you go. Harry and Paul, uh, the answer to the question is no. Uh, no. Do not put holes in your sausages. Let them go. Sounds like a George Formby record, doesn't it? You shouldn't put a hole in your sausage. <laughs> Food makes, makes everything better. Well, we can't bring you any George Formby, but we can bring you some ads. We'll be back in a mo. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Well, welcome back to the Agony Uncles, and uh, I've got the next problem here, which is called the Valentine's Day con job. And for this, we need uh, we need another lady's name. Uh, let's go for Uncle Cy for a lady's name this time, please. Rihanna. 
Rihanna writes, Dear Uncle Dave, Uncle Si and Posh Tasha, I have been married for 14 years. Excellent. For the last 13 of those years, my hubby has completely not bothered with Valentine's Day. He got me a crappy card the first year, but since then he's just said it's just a marketing trick by the card and flower companies and doesn't bother getting me anything. So this year I sent myself a dozen red roses with just a question mark on the card. This sent my husband into orbit. He doesn't think I'm seeing anyone, but he's paranoid that I have a secret admirer. Since February this year, he's taken me on numerous romantic dinners, two city breaks, sent me and my best mate to a weekend at a spa and has bought me a new car. I'm starting to feel slightly guilty, but I'm loving the attention. Should I tell him what I did? Asks Rihanna. Over to you. No. 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 <laughs> Brilliant. And I'm copying the idea. Yeah, I've just, <laughs> it's absolute. No, you just need to ask. I'll send you it, and me and Dave will send you one. You know, send you one each. Oh, Your yeah. lad will go apoplectic, and then he'll go, and you know it's from us. You know what I mean? We only, we only see each other in small boxes. It's fine. You know what I mean? I I, no, don't. I, I wouldn't. Out now. I'd say no. Oh, Sounds like it's done the trick, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. It's Don't a built-in idea. I've got a lot of sympathy. I I won't even. I could do four hours of podcasting on the disastrous romance that my husband's done for me over Valentine's Day. <laughs> I think when you're married, you don't do it as much. But I'll give you one example. Um, when we were early dating, um, he he basically was. He's he's a lawyer, so he works long hours at the time, all hours, all night. And I, I suppose I wasn't. I was in the media, so I didn't really appreciate. They really do work at their desk all through the night. And he rang me on the. Uh, in the evening of, um, of Valentine's Day, and I was in my office in Soho, and I couldn't stay in the office because my boss had said, sorry, I need the boardroom table for me and my boyfriend tonight. <laughs> He's coming over from Amsterdam. So I wasn't allowed to stay in the office. I couldn't go home because my flatmate had got her boyfriend coming over for some Valentine's fun. So I was in Soho, and my husband said to me, he rang me, goes, sorry, I just can't make seeing you tonight. I've got to work all night, but I've arranged for you to meet a colleague in the office who's going to take you to see Hannibal Lecter in Leicester Square tonight. <laughs> So I, I met a random man to watch Hannibal Lecter in Leicester Square. I then rang my uh, then boyfriend, lovely husband, uh, about midnight in Leicester Square to say, oh, how are you? I've just finished the movie. And he took me to dinner, random. And uh, he said, oh, hang on a minute. I'm in a lift. I'll call you back in a minute. And they didn't call me back for now 24 hours. <laughs> Um, and you still and, married him. Yeah. And then when I did see him, the next the next time <clears> I saw him, he gave me a Valentine's card. which had a hot dog on the front of it. And inside it said, do you want some special sauce with that? <laughs> <laughs> and oh that my. was it. And I still oh. married him. You still married him. <laughs> Blimey, well, he sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> the first 10 years of, of my married life, because I never had a Valentine's Day with, with Lil, because I was always away filming with Kingy. But the amount of Valentines we spent together, didn't we, the pair of us, in these restaurants for tables for two, yeah, table for two. It's all these couples and the pair of us. um, It was funny. (laughs) Then there was the Valentine's night where there was the three of us. It's it's really (laughs) awkward, really, because I didn't know whether... Obviously, like, I mean, when me and Kingy, we had a, when it comes to we had a, one of us pays, the other pays, that would go Dutch or whatever, and it seemed to be an issue. But this was, I thought, well, I suppose I better pay, really, seeing it's uh, Valentine's. <laughs> I was quite put out that Lil was there, to be fair. Yeah, no, it was very odd. <laughs> table for two, table for three. We did point out that she was the luckiest woman in well, the world. At yes, this point of course. Time. Yeah. Um, whether she appreciated that fact, I don't know, really. No, she didn't, Dave. Definitely no, not. No, no. <laughs> she yeah. was, it was absolutely Lil's right to beat her. But yeah, it was just those happenstances, and it was. We just found ourselves, the three of us, at this yeah. table on Valentine's. That was like, 
I didn't I, I didn't think another thing of it and I went oh. no no it's just dinner wasn't it, it was dinner. I do think Valentine's sometimes, it is a bit oh it's overrated yeah <laughs> I mean what, what I've done now is I look at what wedding it is it's like whether it's like tin or lead or last year mine was silk then I just buy an appropriate gift and then get it online with a minimum of effort. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like, it shows I've looked it up what year it is. It's clever. I know what year it is. Yeah. And, you know, with a bit of luck, I don't have to spend more than a tenner. Yeah. A silk you know, watch then. That's more of a polyester gift, I'm thinking, if you're not No, actually, I bought, I bought her some, uh, some kind of lingerie. And, um, yeah, yeah, the only thing is it arrived a month after. Because it's oh. one of those websites, I think it looked cheap, but it was coming from America. Uh, one of them. <laughs> you did, you've been so, on that yeah. Alibaba website again, haven't yes. you? Do you know yeah. what I mean? The one Something that like from, that. Like... But like the, the best one was the tin one, and it was a rose made out of tin. And oh, it was very nicely gorgeous. done. Yes, that's what I let it the spot. Yeah, she's got yeah. that now, and you know, it's a prize, and then, the, yeah. Well, no, you're the, winning the, all the prizes here, though. Yeah. Well, there are yeah. websites that specialise in this sort of thing, you know. They'll even provide the list. So you, you can't make a mistake on what it is that year. Mm. Easy. Mm. And, you know, like, paper, just get her paper back. You know what I mean? Rihanna's husband should uh, should take uh, take a note from Uncle Dave there. He's got uh, he's got it all sorted by the sound. He's, he's got all the chops going on, hasn't he? He really I mean, has. I would yeah. do. Um, well, the question remains uh, from Rihanna. Should she admit what happened to her husband, who uh, continues to lavish money on her, uh, Posh Tash? Absolutely not. Go for it. Brilliant. Enjoy. <laughs> Uncle Si. Absolutely not. No. And Uncle Dave. I agree with uh, Tash and Kingy. I think he seems to have done the trick. It's unanimous verdict for you there, Rihanna. Enjoy. I look forward to the next gift that's coming. Well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email to the agony uncles. This next problem is called Fridge Fail. For this, we need a lady's name. Uncle Dave, your turn for a lady's name, please. Honor. Honor says, for many, that's very good, Honor Blackman, for many complicated reasons, I've had to go and live with my brother and his wife temporarily. Now, my brother and I get on fine, but his wife has always been a bit frosty, and moving in with them, I thought maybe a chance to get to know her better, but the more I know of her, the less I like her. The deal-breaker is the fridge. I thought it'd be nice to get some groceries for them as they fed me since I moved in, so I did. I got back from Tesco, I packed all the stuff into their fridge, and then kind of forgot about it. But when I got home from work that evening, my brother's wife sat me down and explained, almost tearfully, that she was very upset by the mess I'd left in the fridge. She explained that I'd mixed up the vegetables with the yoghurt and the cheese. She explained that the dairy goes on the top shelf, but vegetables go into the bottom of the fridge. I'd also put new bottles of tomato sauce and salad cream on the middle shelf. That's reserved for fresh meat. I'd also put a carton of milk in the wrong place. I didn't even know there was a correct way to put things in a fridge. So is it me, or have I spent the last 30 years of my life loading the fridge incorrectly? Yours, exasperatedly. And it's over to you. I bet you're rubbish at loading a dishwasher as well, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> ah, man. Yeah, I don't like your husband's wife either. I think she's a pain <laughs> in the arse. It's like, what, how, what lack of spirit of generosity is that? It's just like, who cares? All right, she might be a bit OCD, but come on, man, just like, Sat her down almost tearfully. I know what I'd do. I'd chop her up into small pieces and put her in the freezer. 
In the right order. In the right order. Head at the left, seat at the right, and a random bits in the middle. I mean, for God's sake. Now, come on. Everybody's got their way of doing things. I remember a podcast several moons ago when we talked about what things that one's partner did that irritated you. And I remember the thin white duke. You came up with one which since I never realised in my 60 odd years of life has never bothered me. Now it haunts me. And it's the way you put the toilet roll on. Yes. Yeah. Now you said, Mark, that unless it's just coming off the top and you pull it off, wipe your ass, you're fine. If you have to put it on the wrong way around so it's at the back, it really irritates you. Now, of course, it really irritates me. It's never (laughs) bothered me for 60 years. And now I find myself... When Lil, when Lil does it now, I have to turn the bog roll around. I've got those things, I've got to unscrew everything and put it back on properly. I went somewhere this weekend and the, the toilet roll next to me, it'd run out. So I turned around to get the, the next one. But it, they'd not, in, to make it look beautiful, they'd knotted the top of the loo roll into a flower. A flower? So about four or five sheets were sort of scrunched up into a rose shape. And so then I had to sort of untangle that. I mean, that's sorry, graphic. But I said, well, that annoyed me. But I, Dave, I am with you ever since he mentioned it. Yes. I think exactly the same thing. Ah, oh, brilliant. Yes, it doesn't work if you pull it from the back. No, <laughs> and sadly, sadly, uh, so do I. My work here is done. Yeah. I'm sorry to admit it, but but I, I, I absolutely do. Look at us. Yeah, I, I cannot stand it. I was in a, <laughs> was in a pub the other day. I thought I got caught a bit short. So I went in and, you know, and sat down and I thought, oh, bugger, the toilet rolls the wrong way around. Mm. And I thought, I'm going to kill Jeevesy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill him. It's sown these it. seeds. But yeah, see, maybe the lady feels the same way about a fridge. Mm. I'm, I'm a bit like that with my fridge. I, I like things in the right place. It's like the milk doesn't live on a shelf, it lives in the door. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, but you're not going to get upset about it, though, are you? I mean, I think it's right. The meat often should be at the bottom so meat juices don't drip down. I can see there are things, but you don't sit down and get upset No, and about I think it. the thing is, look, everybody's trying. It's obviously a bit of a stressful situation, so just cut people a bit of slack, you know. Yeah, yeah you know, come on, Mike. Or you do it together and just go, oh, this is how we'll go. Yeah. Jesus, you know, so mm. it's, yeah. Oh, well, maybe just get honour a mini fridge in the corner. <laughs> So she can make a mess of it. She's been too sensitive. I think you would say, oh, I'm so grateful you bought that food. Thank you so much. It might be easier if we just put it in this order when we go in so we know where to find it. They're just ways of saying things. She clearly just missed the mark on her communication skills. But I personally, I'm just, I am just, I start, I unpack the shopping and I start really healthily going, oh, that'll be a nice order. The, I do agree, milk in the door, but you can't always fit it all in the door. So the milk bottle has to, the second one has to prop up inside. And I just, I start, and then at the end, you know, there's still something to fit in and it doesn't. I'm stuffing in, stuffing the cucumber down the side. But they eat it so quickly. It's all pretty gone. The moment is short. Yeah, fair play to Honor. She's, you know, what I respect about her is she is contributing to the household. And, yeah. and you know, yeah. and that, that's that's so important. She's certainly not freeloading or... No. Uh, I think, yeah, it's right up in a tidy fridge, but there's a point where... No, cheers, Honor. Thanks, thanks for this. Yeah, exactly. And like, and what? Oh, come on, man. If I like, you know, what's the gig about? Just, just, just going. Oh, that's really nice, Honor. Thanks very much. Listen, I'm gonna just rearrange it all so everybody knows what the format of the fridge is. Mm. Done. <clears throat> Don't sit down tearfully and go. Oh, you just, you just fucked my fridge up. <laughs> I mean, what? Well, she does the shopping and she leaves the bags there and she says to her sister-in-law, "Just to let you know, I've done some shopping, but I, I haven't put it away yet because I thought you might like it in your own order." 
and leave her to it. Yeah, yeah I think that's that's the solution actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah I really yeah. want to contribute to the household. I don't want to piss you off, but then it's a win-win. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Boom. If you got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony, uncles a line. Okay, it's time to head to confidential corner, Uncle Sai. Exactly. It's called the After Sex Snuggle, and this needs a one male and one female name. Uncle Dave, a male name, please. Uncle Sire, a female name. Brian. Brian. Uh, Ruth. Well, this comes from Ruth, who says, Dear Agony Uncles, I've been with Brian for a little while now. Everything's quite cosy. We live separately, but we stay over at each other's once or twice a week. The problem is the post-sex snuggle, that part where one of you wants a soft snuggle and a chat to cement your feelings, and the other wants to roll over make some noises and fall asleep. Well, that's me. I do love the sex, don't get me wrong, but once it's done, I just want to nod off. Brian, however, wants to hold me close, stroke my hair and talk about plans for the future. When I tell him to bugger off and go to sleep, he gets all needy and hurt. As men of the world, <laughs> can you help me to explain to him that he doesn't need to feel rejected or unwanted by the way I feel? He just needs to close his eyes, his mouth and his brain and everything will be fine. Honestly, why are men so complicated is the question. Over to you. I thought stereotypically it was going to be the other way around. Yeah, so I, guess I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Ruth's golden then. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's brilliant. She's yeah. smashing. While you're on, just while you're going to sleep, you could, well, tell you what you could do. You could get, instead of doing that and just go, sweetheart, could you do me a favour? Could you go and get a fancy cup of tea? Or as Dave often does, can you go, not with me, obviously, but I have, I'm just off down to the kitchen for a post-coital pork pie. Hi. So you could, you could. there's ways and means of, 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 of just telling him to shut his face without, you know, it suggest he takes up Scrabble or something. I don't know. Okay, just I don't for a know. book. I mean, yeah. I, isn't it a book? Yeah. Is it the French colour that Petit Moore is in The Little Death? Because the men, allegedly, after it's all happened, it's like The Little Death, you have to go, and the bloke falls asleep, which I've got to admit, I, I'm, I kind of quite like that, really. I like a snooze afterwards, before pork pie. But... I, I don't know. No, it's the chatterbox thing. Even me as a woman, I don't, don't really. I'd love, a, I'd love a little bit of loving. Yeah, stroke of the hair. That was beautiful. Aren't you gorgeous? Aren't I lucky? What an amazing time we just had. Even I quite fancy just falling asleep too. <laughs> you don't need a full discussion about your future and shall we move in together and which, which Mauritius holiday should we go on? I, I don't think you need that necessarily, do you? Wait, no. I don't think. I think, yeah, yeah. And, and look, you know, some characters and personalities are needier than most. I get that. Um, but I'll tell you what you could do, right? Have a drink beforehand, put a sleeping tablet crushed up into his drink. No, 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 no. Kingy, you've advocated poisoning before. Oh, yeah, so I have, yes. Sorry. No, not slipping anybody a Mickey is not allowed under any circumstances. (laughs) Right, oh. No. Right, okay. Uh, Forget that, then. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel but the worrying thing is when you've had sex, you often feel at your closest and you feel like you're at your most loved, let's say, sort of just a quick wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Mm. If you're in bed and you're in that position. So he shouldn't feel so needy to need the commitment conversation because you couldn't possibly be more committed at that point. So it's a shame he's feeling so insecure. So maybe mm. he's got other hang ups. No, maybe I just think he feels energised and really excited and happy and he wants to share his happiness with Ruth. <laughs> 
they go, hello, I'm having a really lovely time. Wee-hee. Where are we going on holiday then? Oh, it was great. Oh, I can't wait, I can't wait. I mean, yeah. yeah, and then Ruth's just going, oh, shut <laughs> your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, think, I think Ruth is a happy medium and just goes, sweetheart, I'd just like to go to sleep now. Thanks. Yeah, so but then Brian's just going to go, what? But Why? I feel great. You know, well, we just, you'll get a running machine or something in the hallway. <laughs> Brian, jog on. I tell you what she should say to him. because look, I just, I need to sleep afterwards. It's been so incredible. You've exhausted me. Let me sleep. And if there's something, why don't you write it down in love letters to me while I'm sleeping? And he can write down all the things he wants to say to her. And then she can create a, a book of post-coital sex love letters. That's rubbish. <laughs> I thought that was quite good. I thought it was quite good, to be fair, Tash. I, yeah. I, I, I thought, you, you wouldn't know buy I mean? it, though, Kingy, if she said that to you. Go, yeah, right. No, no. He'd be asleep, that's why. He'd be asleep. I wouldn't, you know, because my mind, you see, after after doing it, it just drifts a bit. And I kind of, like, you know, and I'll, you know, because I've got a butterfly brain at the best of times, I just kind of flit from one thing to the other. Mm. But it only takes roughly about 30 seconds, and then right. I'm asleep and dribbling. Yeah. So, it, yeah. I think... oh, he'd be asleep before he climbs off. The truth is, Ruth, men aren't really complicated as far as we are aware. If you found a complicated bloke, dump him. <laughs> no. No. Sounds no. nice and chatty. I'd like a bit of Brian, a bit of Brian and a bit of normal bloke falling asleep. Chatty Brian. No, generally, most most men turn around and go, oh, yeah, they sort of slap you on the head as they fall back over toes. Yeah, that's nice. Thanks Uh, for that. I've given me all. I've given me all. (laughs) Shut up now. I'm a martyr to myself. (laughs) I'm like an autumn leaf. Oh, oh, got a bit of moisture left in me. No, I've just populated South America. I'll leave me alone. Maybe Ruth's saying it's all about Brian chatting, but he's not exhausted enough. Oh. She needs to get busier in the bedroom, and then he uh, is exhausted. Uh, he's clearly not spent enough, is he? Uh, That's the problem. Right. Ruth starts swinging from chandeliers and getting him tied up up there. Yeah. Exhausted then. Or Fair what you could do was tie him to a chair and splodge him. <laughs> and then at least he kind of, you know, he, yeah, with some no. sort of mask. Yeah, but Ruth, fucking <laughs> no. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, just exhausted to... with a mask on. Yeah, exhausted. We've moved into a different arena now, I think. Yeah, sorry, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll take one. this back. You did. And it's, you know, look, and I'm getting the blame for it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine was solving a problem. You took it to the next level, so You you led me up the path. You opened the gate. <laughs> and you ran through it as yes. fast as you could. <laughs> Get him a good book and afterwards just say, that's lovely, Brian. Just go and read your book for ten minutes. And then yeah. Brian can get stuck into his thriller. <laughs> or he could go and buy one of our cookbooks and think what he's going to make from if he's that devoted and loving. He could read one of our recipe books and go downstairs and let Ruth have a little sleep and then there'll be a culinary wonderfulness when she wakes up 
and then he'll not feel as he'll feel like he's contributing even more. Yeah, but Brian's the sort of chap who will go, "Oh, look at this! Do you fancy this? Do you fancy this? Do you fancy this? Do you fancy the meringue pie?" I was we I went down go. a slightly less less supportive route. I was thinking he'd open a cookbook and fall asleep immediately. <laughs> but I was sorry. I thought that's where you were going with it. No! You, you've obviously don't ascertain how entertaining our cookbooks are. Exactly, <laughs> yes. I, yes. I, I mean, do love you know. <laughs> and they're all available right now on the Hairy Bikers website. Yes. Mm. Via oh. Uncle Barry. We'll Barry. have to get Uncle Barry out as a, as, you know, just for some sort of cameo role. We could get, get Uncle, Uncle Barry on the podcast, couldn't we? Just once, the thoughts of Uncle Barry. The thoughts yeah. of Uncle Barry, I'll work on yeah, that. Just, mm, uh, or maybe we're going to have a thought a week from Uncle Barry. Mm. <laughs> You know, that would be great. Web, it it just... would be a website link a week, wouldn't it? it would yeah, be it would, because he doesn't link. think of anything else. <laughs> no, he... He, honestly, he doesn't. He's he just like one of these. He thinks in links. <laughs> That's it. But Barry, we love you. Yeah, we we love you, Barry. But but all I've got now is, is what would Barry be like after? Next? Yes. He'd email her a link while she slept. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. To, uh, to uh, yeah, how to cure insomnia. <laughs> yeah. If you have a quick Google bot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would be amazing, that, wouldn't it? We love you, Barry. We do, we do. If, if your life's in a mess, mess then the email address is the agony uncles at the hairy bikes dot co dot uk. Yeah. Well, that's the end of another podcast, and there's no better feeling than when we all get together and give you a right good problem-solving session. <laughs> yes, it's a very satisfying feeling, but we need you to send in your troubles and tantrums. Just pop them on an email and send it to agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Then make sure you follow or subscribe so you don't miss the new ones when they come out. So until next week, it's goodbye from Tash, it's goodbye for the Thin White Jugaroonie, and it's goodbye from us. Bye bye everybody. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.